Hello everyone, Dave here from the Corner Post. Hello Matt, hello loyal listeners, how are we going? It is uh, now my turn to have a look at the NXT TakeOver Phoenix and the uh, 2019 Royal Rumble. So we'll start off first with NXT TakeOver Phoenix. And a uh, really good show in all. Uh, the tag title match was absolutely awesome. I think War Machine had one of the best entrances ever uh, for an NXT show. Really, really cool to see, you know, Viking warriors with shields and that, you know, marching him in. That was awesome. Um, and they won the tag team titles. Very, very, very cool. Uh, also, Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet for the North American Championship. That was off the Richter scale. Uh, pretty much a match of the year candidate right there for WWE. So, uh, well done, guys. They've done a good job. And uh, Johnny Gargano was the one walking away with the title. And Tommaso Ciampa. Wow, he just keeps bringing it. He really, really does. So uh, it was really good, really good match between him and Alistair Black, and uh, a really good finish too. Uh, well done to all the winners from NXT Takeover Phoenix. Moving now on to the Royal Rumble. Now uh, this card was absolutely stacked top to bottom. Uh, I think it went for about four and a half hours. I think in total. So. Really, really long pay-per-view. If you include the pre-show, you're nearly up to seven hours. So, yeah, um, not all of us have that kind of time to sit down and watch it, but it just happened to be the Australia Day long weekend public holiday for us over here, and uh, for once, I was not working. So, uh, yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner right there. So, uh, before we get started, Matt, you uh, owe me a six-pack for... Steve Blackman not being in the Royal Rumble, but I will take you up on your double or nothing offer of uh, Steve Blackman being at WrestleMania because, um, okay, <laughs> I'll be honest here, I've got a funny feeling, I've made this bet now with Matt, I have somehow, some way, he's going to end up in the Hall of Fame, you watch it, you watch it now, Steve Blackman never turns up. And I always go double or nothing, and he'll turn up. He'll be in the Hall of Fame, so my luck will be up shitter's ditch. So, anyway, guys, back to the Royal Rumble. So, uh, Seth Rollins, he won the uh, men's Royal Rumble match. Really, really good Royal Rumble match. Nothing of note, really. Um, Double J, like Matt said, you know, came back to WWE, which is pretty cool. But uh, not a lot of big surprises in the Rumble. Pretty much the same with the women's. Uh, I will give credit, though, for what they did with um, Lana and Becky Lynch. So Lana rolled her ankle in the pre-show uh, with Rusev and Nakamura. Um, she came out in, I think it was position number 28, and uh, she was struggling on the rampway, got taken out by Nia Jax as well. So, uh, yeah, she was a little bit, you know, injured, I should say. Um, so, you know, instead of anyone filling her spot, um, Becky Lynch came out. Well, sorry, instead of Lana filling her spot, Becky Lynch came out and uh, took Lana's spot, ended up winning. So uh, you can see they were building to either Charlotte winning, but uh, when Becky Lynch came out, she's the, the number one superstar for WWE at the moment, and uh, yeah, absolutely killed it. Uh, the Lesnar match versus Finn Balor, that was really, really cool. Uh, probably, probably one of the best uses of a little man versus big man match in WWE in the last little bit, so... You can tell Lesnar really enjoys working with guys that know how to work. You know, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles from last year's Survivor Series, Finn Balor now. So, yeah, he really, really gets it. And I really think that Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania is going to be absolutely off the Richter scale. Uh, really, really excited for that one. 
Uh, as for the rest of the card, you had really, really good matches, but nothing that really stood out to mine. I wasn't a big fan of Miz and Shane, so if you listened to my, my version of the podcast last week, uh, I said I didn't really agree with a you know tag team put together in a couple of weeks, you know, winning the tag titles from, you know, developed tag team specialist in the bar. So that was a little bit disappointing. Uh, the pre-show, they had the Raw tag team titles on the line. That was a little bit of a disappointing match as well. So uh, Oscar ended up beating Becky Lynch to retain her championship. Ronda Rousey ended up beating Sasha Banks to retain her championship. Uh, yeah, so all in all, really good pay-per-view, but uh, yeah, not... Not one for the record books. A um, little bit of a letdown in just surprises, basically. So, But uh, on a little bit of a side note, we do have... Where is Kenny Omega going to end up now? So uh, for any of you listeners that end up watching Being the Elite, um, someone found Kenny Omega's phone that uh, he left in New Japan in a garden somewhere, apparently. Um, and he has the countdown, which is nine days. So technically, no, it's less than nine days now, but technically the timer on his phone is meant to count down and it ends at the double or nothing rally for all elite wrestling. So, uh, stay tuned to that guys. That's a few week, a few days away, I should say. So, uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled to social media and, uh, hopefully we'll get an answer as to where Kenny Omega is going to end up. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we shall see you next time. Sorry to uh, interrupt your uh, uh, podcast entry, Dave, but it looks like Dean Ambrose will not be re-signing with WWE when his contract expires in April. This is big news, and... um, Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he ends up. Watch this space.